Blog Talk Radio. For knowledge in the information age, high frequency radio network. Thank you. 
I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. You know, this is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency. It is a pleasure for you to join us. We'll be understanding correct information. Incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information. Incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to always apply that correct information in a correct manner here at the Foundation. And as always, I would like to start off by saying all thanks, praises, and honors due to the Creator and Ancestors. Definitely. Without them, we would not be here. I would like to say peace, shout out, salute. What up? Honors to my big brother, you know what I'm saying? Yusuf L. Call him Uncle Yusuf affectionately. You know, high frequency radio network.com creator. He did it. He did his dance, man. And then, you know, SPC University, Private Side Solutions. You know, he did his dance. You know, he's doing his dance. And always, you know, I always want to shout out to brother. In his different dances, you know what I mean? Because I think they're cold, they're tight. You can't, you can't pop and lock like that. I want to see you try. But when you're done trying and feeling sad because you couldn't do it, I invite you to check out Welcome to the <laughs> Welcome to the Foundation dot com. Here, <laughs> make sure you sign up for the email list. I'm in a good mood. You know what I mean? Check out the PDF section. There's a bunch of free stuff on there. You know, just blah 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 blah. blah. As well as you can find them Instagram, Facebook, Twitter For the foundation if you're interested or into that Also check out the education tab We got the Foundation Trust Primer Over 18 documents handpicked by yours truly You're just getting all Starting to trust Just hearing about trust You know I'm doing these shows You're listening to archives and the stuff I'm speaking And you just don't understand what I'm talking about Like man what is he talking about you might need a foundation trust primer. And that's available in the education tab at welcome to the foundation.com. You can also grab the foundation trust series, part one, part two, and part three. Get you started, get your foundation good as far as, you know, what we're dealing with here at the foundation, how we Understand specifically administer our private estate because there's over 80 different types of trust and it can be very confusing. So, you know, we break it down, we get into it with regards to that foundation trust series. You can start with, you know, part one and then move on to part two if you feel so desirous. But, you know, that foundation trust series and the trust primer, you know, that's what, if you don't know where to start, that's where you start. And Via uh, our brother Chris L We got the passport No social Part 1, part 2 That's absolutely what you think it is How do you obtain a passport Without a social security number That's available On the education tab at welcome to the foundation.com You can book a consultation You can make a donation And definitely make you Make sure you sign up for the email list But check it out Welcome to the foundation.com. You know, from your 
your handy mobile device. <laughs> I want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training. Shout out. You know, I'll catch y'all on Sunday. If not before that, you know, shout out to the trustees. I want to say as well, peace to anyone who's investing in their private education. And peace to all the listeners, live callers, internet listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners. How, how? He's like, man, I, I was, I'm listening. What do you say? Something, some FM, some kind of thing. He listening to the show on. I was like, man, that's what's up. I don't even know what you're talking about though. I'm, I'm glad you're listening to the show. And last but certainly not least, I would like to say peace to anyone we've done business with in the private. Anyone who sent an email. Well wishes or current event or who has has otherwise added to the foundation, you know, foundation dance. But with that said, I would like to welcome you to the foundation again. Do private trusts pay taxes? That's the name of the episode. I'm going to start off by saying all topics discussed, everything with regards to this episode and every episode with regards to the foundation is for you know informational educational and even sometimes entertainment purposes only and not to be considered or construed as legal device but you know hey I, I'm asked the question a lot so do trust do private trust have to pay taxes I figured it was like, you know what? Instead of being like, hey, you should get into trustee training. Just because there's so much more than just that. And I like to be fair. And I love y'all. I'm just going to tell y'all straight up. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you how it breaks down. I'm going to do my best to break it down for you. I am a flawed man. So it may not be the most, you know, dispositive <laughs> as far as points and you know authority go but hey as far as the concept breaks down do private trusts pay taxes do they have to pay taxes I'm, we're going to break it down you know but the, before we do that let's jump into these current events we know what's popping right now blazing Reuters Reuters Reuters. Reuters.com Wall Street closes at record highs as Netflix jumps and your boy Joe Biden, Joe Biden Joe Biden Joe Biden Joe Biden was sworn in as the 46th United States President while solid results from Netflix sparked a rally in shares of quote stay at home end quote beneficiaries Stay at home. Shares of the world's largest streaming service, Netflix, surged 16.85% after the company said it would no longer need to borrow billions of dollars <laughs> to finance its TV shows and movies. 16%. That's a nice little gain. What? What? In one day? The rest of the fan group, which is Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google 
are due to report the results in the coming weeks, jumped with Google Parent Alphabet Incorporated rising 5.3%. The Fang Index gained 4.77%. Quote, it's Tech Outperformance Day, which is pretty rare over the past two or three months as cyclical rotation has kind of gotten underway. Today was just a reminder that the tech run had gotten extended. The FANG names and some of the other S&P 500 techs names are still incredible operators and are going to be putting out incredible earnings quarters for the foreseeable future. End quote. This is Ross Mayfield, investment strategy analyst at Baird in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What we got here? Biden will waste little time turning the page on the Trump era. Aide said signing 15 executive actions in the afternoon on issues ranging, excuse me, from the pandemic to the economy to climate change. Quote, I'm not sure that the politics of Inauguration Day did much, but certainly the expectations for trillions and trillions of dollars <laughs> in stimulus have, uh, you know, you know, hey, Mayfield added, referring to Biden's proposed $1.9 trillion spending plan, the Dow has gained about 57% and the S&P 500 advanced about 68% since Donald Trump assumed office on January 20th, 2017. Man, that's a more than double both markets, which compares with a 65% jump in the Dow and a 75% gain in S&P during the first term of Obama. Obama was banging. All right, brother. Wall Street's main indices scaled record highs in the past few months with blue chip Dow. Yo, sounds like good news, doesn't it? I'm going to stop there. That's a long article. Article. Reuters. Pricey U.S. stock valuations put burden burden on earnings to keep rally going. What? Hold on, what? U.S. corporate results and profit outlooks are becoming increasingly important in sustaining investor optimism in a stock market rally that has driven valuations close to 20-year highs. With fourth quarter reports starting to pour in, the benchmark XMP, excuse me, S&P 500 is trading at 22.6 times earnings estimates for the next 12 months. My baby, my goodness, my baby goodness. According to Refinitiv data stream, the price to earnings multiple, a common benchmark for valuing stocks is well above the 15.3 long-term average and has been climbing since the market bottomed in March. Investors' rationale for the historically high valuations has rested on the expectations of a growth bounce as the economy emerges from the shutdowns. Massive fiscal stimulus and monetary support and equities relative attractiveness to bonds. But with the S&P 500 up about 70% from its March lows, the earnings season could present an important test of whether the rally has run ahead of fundamentals. A key worry of investors who believe unparalleled fiscal monetary spending have fueled excessive risk taking. What are they saying? What I'm hearing? I mean, uh, if not a straight-out admittance, at least a head nod to the bubble, CNBC dollar slides versus most currencies on optimism with regards to the Biden administration. So, 
They're betting on massive stimulus, crazy valuations in the stock market. You know, Netflix jumped, what, 16% because they said that they don't need to borrow money anymore. Not they're making profits, just saying that they don't need to borrow money anymore. This stuff is interesting to say the absolute minimum. The dollar fell against most currency today as risk appetite held up on optimism, hopes, and dreams. Sprinkle glitter. Fairy tales. Optimism about a massive stimulus package under the new administration that will likely bolster a U.S. economic recovery. The greenback greenback slid against the yen as well as currencies tied to commodity prices such as the Australian, Canadian, New Zealand dollars, and the Norwegian crown. The U.S. dollar dropped to a three-year low versus its Canadian counterpart and the sterling while hitting a two-week low against the yen. Meanwhile, the S&P 500 climbed to a new all-time high. Um, I hope I'm speaking clearly because this stuff is insane. What doesn't blow my mind, but the the fact that it's so low kind of does, CNBC, check it out, gold gains more than 1%, 1%, man, as focus turns to Biden administration dollar drops, gold gains. Feel what I'm saying? Gold rose more than 1% today. With regards to the inauguration, extending gains after the nominee to head to the Treasury Department, Janet Yellen bolstered best bets for another stimulus <laughs> package. It re- it reduces the value of the currency. The more currency that they put into circulation, the more it reduces the value of the currency already in circulation which makes assets and stocks and gold and stuff like that look like it's more expensive, like it's it's gaining in value. Oh my God, it's getting more and more. Hey, I'm 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 holding silver and gold. It's worth more in dollars, so it's absolutely worth more. No, it's not. It's worth the same. It's just the dollars are worth less. Imagine that. That's gold. Reuters.com, big US bank. Hunger for loans. Capital relief as deposits pile up. Hold on, what? I'm going to read that again. Big U.S. banks hunger for loans. Capital relief as deposits pile up. A swell of deposits during the pandemic has put big U.S. banks on the back foot with executives saying they hope regulators provide relief on rules that punish Bloated balance sheets until loan demand snaps back. So they got too much money. I understand. It's, oh, it's loan demand. There's no loan demand. Sure. I bet you a lot of people are trying to get loans right now. Are you giving them? J.P. Morgan Chase is not giving loans. And company. Bank of America, not probably not giving loans. Citigroup, man, they want everything. It took more than $1 trillion in deposits last year compared to $92 billion in 2019. In a more normal economy, that kind of boost would be great, allowing banks to lend more or simply invest the money in short-term low-risk securities, like treasury bonds. But the stimulus payments and easy money policies 
by the government that led to the inundation of deposits has also created a few problems for banks. Low interest rates that crimp lending profitability and stunted loan demand as customers and companies awash with cash spendless. <laughs> I don't know about you. You, you are you a washing cash man? You over there washing cash? <laughs> Combined with rules that require more capital for bigger balance sheets, that makes deposits more expensive to hold instead of profitable. Uh oh, there it is. Uh oh, quote excess liquidity is piling up. End quote. Bank of America chief financial officer Paul Don't if okay here we go. Donofrio, 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 I'm going to stick with Donofrio, I like that, Paul Donofrio, that's my G, Paul Donofrio, oh, anyways, said in a conference call, my bad, on Tuesday after the bank reported record deposit growth, profit margins on new deposits, quote, are practically zero, J.B. Morgan, Chief Financial Officer Jennifer, oh my God, Pipsec, Pipsec, that's what she said last week, man. City Group's $210 billion deposit increase pushed it into a new bracket under Fed rules requiring the bank to hold more capital. The bank said last week. Banks, what? They got more money. Banks supposedly got so much money. I'm telling you, look, all this stimulus, where's it going? It's going into banks. It's going into the stock market. Is it going into bonds? Is it going into treasury bills? Is it going to T bills? Oh, CNBC treasury yields flat after Biden's inauguration. That's too bad. Treasury yield. I'm sorry. Treasury yields were flat after Biden was sworn into office shortly after noon, succeeding the, um, the previous president as the 46th president. In his inauguration speech, Biden spoke about. The need to bring the country together on the heels of a violent riot at the Capitol Hill and an extreme partisanship in Congress. The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note fell <laughs> to 1.05%, I'm sorry, 1.085%, around 4, while the yield on the 30 was flat at 1.835%. Man, the 10-year in the 30-year bond are the same Almost man, that's close, man. That's close. I don't know if y'all know what that means. I don't know if it matters. Does it matter? I don't know. Strapped local governments are turning to private developers to finance their projects. Local governments for state and local governments, the pandemic has brought financial gloom. Tax collections are down, public health expenses are up, and their infrastructure backlog is growing. For developers and real estate investors, it all spells opportunity. The fiscal challenges could spur new ways for the private sector to collaborate with the state and local governments. Public-private partnerships, known as P3s, rely on developers and investors to shoulder upfront financial risk, often delaying payments from governments until revenue starts flowing where certain construction benchmarks are reached. The partnerships have been used for projects in parts of Asia, Australia, Britain, Canada, and other parts of Europe. My bad, Canada. I just like to say Canada. I know it's disrespectful if you 
you know, if you claim Canada, I just like to say, can I, I just, I'm done. Canada, y'all. And other parts of Europe, but state and local governments in the United States have been slower to embrace them. As their fiscal woes become worse, some government officials are looking more closely at them as a tool to jumpstart their economies. Bottom line, I hear them saying, we about to take money from China. China finna own your government building. Right? That's what I'm hearing. Data suggests governments will need help. I'm sorry, all the help they can get. The partnerships have a mixed record, but they could be one way to bring back main streets and reinvigorate downtowns. Experts say, quote, it can be an incredible use of private markets to help further development, planning, and smart growth that cities and towns need but are unable to do on their own, end quote. This is Lauren Jizanicki. <laughs> Yo, man. Lauren Jizanicki. I'm sure that's... I don't know. The founder and chief executive of One Circle Company. I'm sorry. V1 Circle Company, which is a residential real estate firm who worked on partnerships when she was a senior vice president as a real estate developer. So... Cities are broke. Banks got all types of money. Crazy money in the stock market. It's crazy valuations. It's crazy. Meanwhile, United Airlines lost $7 billion in 2020 as the travel business was crushed. This is in New York Times, player. United Airlines lost $1.9 billion in the fourth quarter, bringing its total losses in 2020 to over $7 billion. Its worst year since merging with Continental Airlines a decade decade ago. Despite that terrible loss, the airline said it expects 2021 to be a, quote, transition year, end quote, as it prepares for recovery from The damnedic, um, the, the 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 pandemic. Quote: The truth is that the pandemic has changed United Airlines forever. The passion, teamwork, and perseverance that United Team showed in 2020 is exactly what will help us build a new United Airlines that's better, stronger, and more profitable than ever. End quote. This is Scott Kirby. The company's chief executive who wrote that and released that in the statement, he put it out there. The airline reported about $3.4 billion in operating revenue in the final three months of the last year, down more than two-thirds from the same period in 2019. It ended the year with an excess to nearly $20 billion in cash or cash equivalent funds, not including federal stimulus loans. (laughs) Still lost brain, huh? Delta Airlines last week reported $12.4 billion in losses in 2020, capping what his chief executive called, quote, the toughest year in Delta's history, 
end quote. In anticipation of a recovery, United has resumed major maintenance and engine overhauls so that planes sidelined by weak demand will be ready as more people start flying again. But the recovery is unlikely to arrive for quite some time. United said it expects to bring in about a third as much operating revenue in the first quarter of this year as it did during the same three months in 2019. Most analysts believe the airline industry will not fully recover for several years. Several. Three or more. And uh, yikes. If you, you know, if you're in the airline industry, you know, that's You got laid off and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, hey, I'm definitely, definitely, I, we out here with you. You know, we got you. Our oil rises on hopes of U.S. stimulus and crude stocks drawdown. That's crazy, ain't it? CNBC. So you can look for this at the pump since it's already been, if the gas has already been rising at the pump anyways. Why, let's let it go. Oil prices rose today adding to solid gains overnight on expectations the incoming U.S. administration will go ahead with massive stimulus spending that would boost fuel demand to draw down crude stocks. U.S. West Texas intermediate crude futures climbed 37 cents or 7 tenths of a percent to $53.35 cents a barrel. Building on a 1.2% rise on Tuesday, Brent crude futures rose 35%, 35%, my bad, adding to a 2.1% gain on Tuesday. U.S. President-elect Joe Biden's Treasury bidding nominee Janet yelling at you, yelling all in your face, urged lawmakers on Tuesday to, quote, act big, end quote, on pandemic relief spending and reinforcing hopes of massive spending. To boost growth Quote Certainly the expectation is that We'll support better growth And better demand in the United States End quote This is the National Australia Bank's Head of Commodity Research Man what? Lachlan? Lachlan 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 Shaw However The market remains concerned About near term oil demand as the International Energy Agency cut its outlook for first quarter oil demand by 580,000 barrels per day. Tight lockdowns and border closures to stop soaring infections. China's capital, Beijing, today announced stricter control measures and will shut down a subway station after the city reported its biggest daily jump in blah, blah, blah. Traders will be watching out for U.S. crude and products inventory data due from American Petroleum Institute later and from Energy Information Administration Friday. Six analysts polled by Reuters estimated an average, on average, that crude stock fell by 300,000 barrels in the week to January 15th, but expect gas gasoline stockpiles rose by 3.0 million Barrels. Why well, put the zero? Dis- distillate in vet- inventories, which include diesel, heating oil, and jet fuel, were seen up by 800,000. That's a lot. I'm going to move on. Microsoft joins 
in a new $2 billion investment in GM's self-driving car company. Check it out. You think this is going anywhere? Is it because it's not? Cars finna be driving you. You ain't finna be driving the car. Hands down. Microsoft has joined in a $2 billion investment in Cruise, the self-driving car company mostly owned by GM. The investment announced yesterday puts Cruise's total value at $30 billion. Cruise at Microsoft said Microsoft joins Honda, already a major investor and partner in Cruise and various institutional investors in the $2 billion total equity investment. The companies did not divulge how large of a portion of that investment Microsoft is making or how large of a stake in Cruise Microsoft will receive as a result of its investment. However, a Cruise spokesperson confirmed that General Motors will retain a majority stake. Cruise and GM will also use Microsoft's Azure cloud computing platform to help develop vehicle services. The company added Microsoft joins other tech companies that have ventured into self-driving vehicles. Apple has reportedly restarted plans to create its own electric self-driving car. Waymo, a leading competitor to Cruise, is a subsidiary of Google's parent company, Alphabet. Cruise was founded in 2013 and acquired by GM in 2016 for an undisclosed amount. Company's current president, Dan Aman, <laughs> Dan, yo, I'm done. I'm not even going to start with that. Had been president of GM until joining Cruise in 2018. Cars finna be driving you. Cars finna, look, you gonna jump in the whip? It's going to say where to. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you probably already going to put in the destination on your phone before you jump in there. But wouldn't that be crazy? If you jumped in the whip and it was like, where are you going? <laughs> Self-driving robo-taxis are taking off in China. CNN Business. The world has been inching toward fully autonomous cars for years. In China, one company just got even closer to making it a reality. Last Thursday, AutoX, an Alibaba-backed startup, announced it had rolled out fully driverless robo-taxis on public roads in Shenzhen. The company said it had become the first player in China to do so, notching an important industry milestone. Previously, companies operating autonomous shuttles on public roads in the country were constrained by strict caveats which required them to have a safety driver inside. This program is different. In Shenzhen, AutoX has completely removed the backup driver or any remote operators for its local fleet of 25 chariots, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Motor carriages, driverless cars, player. The government isn't restricting where in the city AutoX operates, though the company said they are focusing on the downtown area. The company released a video of its minivan, the Fiat Chrysler Pacifica navigating on its own through the city's downtown area, showing passengers getting in, loading a package into the backseat, and letting a dog hop in for a spin. It also depicts the car navigating around loading trucks, veering past pedestrians, and performing a U-turn. Quote, it's a dream. 
After working so hard for so many years, we finally reached the point that the technology is mature enough that we feel confident by ourselves to really remove the safety driver. End quote. This is Auto X CEO Jian Shong Shao. Uh, Shao said the company shed. Shao said the company won over regulators after working to improve both its software and hardware. Quote: We have over 100 vehicles driving every day on the road in China to capture data. The artificial intelligence software is better now. From a technical point of view, the car is ready, Shao said. It's very crucial to have this car, otherwise we cannot go driverless, end quote. AutoX was founded in 2016 by Shao. AutoX, I'm not sure that was, means AutoX, extra sort for Shao. Shao, a former assistant lecturer at Princeton, who still likes to be called Professor X. The Shenzhen-based firm focuses on making the technology that goes into self-driving cars and partners with all major automakers such as Fiat Chrysler to develop and put out its robo-taxis. While AutoX has claimed an edge in China, it's not the first time fully driverless shuttles have hit the public roads. This summer, the company obtained approval to carry out completely autonomous tests on public roads in parts of San Jose, California. Did you know that? Did you know it was already popping in California? Clearing another hurdle in one of its most important markets in October, Alphabet's Waymo went a step further, saying that it would start opening up its unmanned transportation transportation service to members of the public in Phoenix, Arizona. It now offers rides to passengers in the area through an app. Domestic competition is also heating up. Recently, China companies, I'm sorry, Chinese companies have started to let more ordinary people experience what it's like to ride in a self-driving car. Blah, 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 so on and so forth. The bar is incredibly high. It's extremely challenging, but we're very happy. Xiao said, estimating it could take another five years for unmanned taxis to become the norm across China. Are you jumping in a car with, with, with you know what I'm saying, with, with your boy driving it? <laughs> with your boy, man, hell, you know, no, I'm just playing. Uh, Norway pioneered electric ferries. Now it's making self-driving ferries, y'all, with medieval origins. In a quaint color report, the low-rise Norwegian city of Trondheim doesn't look very futuristic, but the formal Viking Capital is making waves with a pioneering transport initiative, a zero-emissions, self-driving electric ferry. The small town, I'm sorry, the small autonomous ferry, which launches next year, works, quote, like an elevator, end quote, says Eric Dierkerin, CEO of Zabuz, the company building and operating the boat. Passengers on each side of the canal that separates the port and city center can press a button to call the boat to their side. The boat charges while it waits at the dock, fits up to 12 passengers as well as bicycles, and takes less than 60 seconds to make the crossing, saving pedestrians a 15-minute walk. Ah, uh, how convenient. The ferry was developed in 2018 by researchers at the Norwegian University of Science and technology. As an alternative to the proposed bridge across 
Trondheim's Harbor Canal. The prototype was a hit, and the research was commercialized, forming Zebas in 2019, which is part of a larger movement exploring how to use waterways for more sustainable transport. Y'all ready for um? Y'all ready for the what you call it? Y'all ready? Y'all ready to jump on the bus and ain't ain't nobody ain't no bus driver? It's coming, it's coming. I'm I'm you know shout out to all my people with um commercial driver's licenses. I want y'all to get out of this, yo. I want y'all to get together, get with your peoples, form a company, buy an autonomous truck, man, and start from there. Because you ain't going to be able to compete if you can't. The trucks, the autonomous trucks, the ones that drive themselves, they don't have to pull over and go to sleep for a certain amount of time. And I'm telling you, just out the gate, these companies with the trucks that can get there faster than you can because you got to pull over and go to sleep and stuff, they're just going to get more, they're going to get more jobs. They're going to get more jobs. So you might as well, you know, get in, get in where you fit in. But that's it for current events, y'all. Man, that I feel like that took a lot out of me. I feel like I'm tired. Do private trusts pay taxes? Um, we're gonna get into that. You know, I think um, I think that's a I think it's a valid question. I uh, I understand how. How that question can be probably one of the first questions that is asked. A lot of people come in to this information from, you know, the standpoint of being overburdened with taxes, being overburdened with debt, and I've heard the question many times. Hey, so, hey, so, I know you don't, I know you're not a lawyer and you don't give legal advice. And I know you don't like to talk about taxes, man. And then proceed to ask me a tax question. But the trust pay taxes? The trust, the private trust had to pay taxes? Um, short answer. It depends. You know? It really does. What does it depend on? Well, you said private trusts. I'm talking to you. We're, we're, we're pretending. We're make-believe. You know? Like, what was that, Mr. Rogers? Was it Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? The land of make-believe they were talking about? I'm dating myself, I know. But let's make-believe. That you asked me the question. You were like, so, I know you got trustee training. You got the, you know, the trust primer. You got the trust series. You know, you talk about trust all the time, man. I'm actually kind of tired of it. To tell you the truth, I'm just being honest. No disrespect, but I'm tired of you talking about trust. Talk about someone else. You sound relatively intelligent. But ultimately, 
I wanted to ask you, do private trusts pay taxes? And I'm going to say, and I don't, I'm be talking about taxes, man. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm going to say it depends. Now, in order to answer that question fully so you can completely understand, which is my goal, my goal is that you completely understand them. I have to kind of give you give you a background. And that background consists of how the nature of a corporate structure works in relation to the nature of how a trust structure works and their similarities. So Let's talk about Amazon.com because this was in the news last year how Amazon didn't pay any taxes. The company, the corporation, it didn't pay any taxes. But it made billions of dollars and Bezos made billions of dollars and everybody's making billions if you're dealing with Amazon. But it didn't pay any taxes. And people get upset about that and they get irritated or whatever. But I just want to tell you, and I'm telling you this because you know, I'll just be honest. That's the way corporations were set up. If you're operating a corporation properly, you're not paying taxes. Here's why. If you look at publication 535, which is an IRS publication, and it goes over corporate expenses, you'll see what are allowable expenses with a corporation. And when you're dealing with corporations, Corporations pay their expenses first before any taxes. So these are called, you know, deductions. People call them write-offs, so on and so forth. But this is what corporations do. Before any tax is computed with a corporation that's properly classified on the state and federal level, let me just say that too, they deduct the expenses that are allowable according to Publication 535 and then a lot of, you know, allowable you know, fringe benefits, which ultimately are expenses. And then after they deduct the expenses and there's there's money or profits left over, typically what happens is that, that those profits, after all of the, the salaries to the employees, to the executives, and maybe they buy some new vehicles, and, you know, they, they upgrade some equipment, and, you know, all of the expenses of the corporation, after all of it's said and done, the remainder of the profits are passed to the shareholders through corporate distributions or member distributions if you're dealing with an LLC. Member distributions. Which means the taxable income or the the, the profits left over or the income that's left over for the corporation after all expenses that is taxable is actually passed to the shareholders or the members. So the corporation doesn't pay any taxes. Why? Because it doesn't hold on to any profits. It passes the taxable income and with it, the taxable obligation or at the minimal, the reporting obligation of that taxable income to its shareholders and the member or the members, if you're dealing with LLC. 
That's how it's done. So the corporation pays no taxes. Yeah, files a return. But it pays no taxes if it's done right. If it's done right, that's the way it's supposed to be. In the corporate world, you pay um, zero taxes if you do it right or very little. That's the way this, that's it. You got to get, you know, your accountants can't give legal advice. Your CPA can't give legal advice. So if you get the right attorney, they'll have you properly structured and set up. That's the way it's set up. Now, with that being said, you understand the structure of how a properly structured um, corporation does not legally pay taxes and how you can read about it in the news and be all upset about it or maybe not have any real emotion, but at least read about it in the news like it's a story, like it really matters. And it doesn't. It happens all the time. So here's what we do. The IRS recognizes three different types of trust. Y'all probably heard me say this a hundred times or something like that. But it's true, and I like to drill it in so, you know, we can roger, roger. You follow what I'm saying? IRS recognizes three types of trust. You ask me, so, do private trusts pay taxes? I'm going to tell you, if, because we're assuming it's a private trust, so we're assuming that the trust is not always the distance to state legislation and is not under state jurisdiction, according to the contract, because we're, we're private. We're assuming that. So that's all I'll say about that. But you're saying a private trust, it depends. I'm going to say straight up, it depends. It depends 100%. It depends on the administration. It depends on the trust indenture. But I'm going to get back two to three different types of trust. The IRS recognizes three separate different types of trust. The first one is grantor. The second one is simple. And the third one is complex. Now, there's specific rules to these specific types of trust. Allowances, whatever you want to call them. Now, Really what it goes what it boils down to is a simple trust is a trust that must distribute all of its income currently. Generally it cannot accumulate income, distribute out of the corpus, or pay money for charitable purposes. If a trust distributes corpus during a year, as in the year it terminates, the trust becomes a complex trust just for that year. Whether trust is simple or complex determines the amount of the of a specific personal exemption that applies in calculating the tax owed, depending on how it is administered. A grantor trust is a trust over which the grantor has retained certain interests or control. The grantor trust rules in the Internal Revenue Code. Um, Sections 671 and 678 are anti-abuse rules. They prevent the grantor from taking tax advantages from assets 
that have not left his or her control. The anti-abuse rules treat the grantor as owner of all or portion of the trust. The grantor is subject to tax on trust income so treated, even if he or she does not actually receive the income. Ouch. So, grantor trusts sounds like they're paying taxes. It sounds like the grantor of the trust or one designated as the grantor is going to be on some sort of hook for some sort of tax liability. I'm not a lawyer or attorney. I don't know. I don't administer grantor types trusts. A complex trust is any trust that does not meet with the requirements for simple trusts. Complex trusts may accumulate income, distribute amounts other than current income, and make deductible payments for charitable purposes. Under Section 642C of the Internal Revenue Code. Now, distribute income. So a simple trust must distribute all of its income. So it sounds like a simple trust doesn't um, pay taxes itself. Like I said, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving legal advice, man. It sounds like a simple trust is very similar to a corporation, how it would distribute its current income after expenses. So therefore, there'd be nothing left to tax. And that distribution would go to the beneficiaries and the beneficiaries would then have to claim that income on their individual taxes. But we're talking about a private trust and most people are trying to stay away from individual, right? So let's let's stay let's stay on point. Let's not play dumb. I'm not gonna play dumb with y'all, all right? So if we have a complex trust that can distribute distribute and may accumulate income it can distribute amounts other than current income, so it can distribute amounts other than, so including, these things need to be taken in consideration. So this sounds like, to me, it sounds similar to the corporate structure that we just discussed. Now, if if a trust... That's private. We're saying that it's operating according to the private contract indenture. If the trust that's private takes or deducts its allowable expenses according to its private indenture, and it has beneficiaries, and after said deductions, it disperses. The remaining income for that calendar year, taxable year, whatever you want to call it, to its beneficiary or beneficiaries and has no longer has any taxable income, then there's nothing left to tax. It's very similar, very similar. It is dissimilar, but very similar to how the Amazon takes its expenses, everything else that's left over, it distributes it to the shareholders. Dividend. You get a dividend check. And then at the end of the year, shareholders get a K-1. 
or 1099. It's actually a K1. It's not 1099. And that K1 acts as a 1099, acts as a W2. And investors take that K1, which shows how much dividends they received throughout that year. And they must show that to their accountants, claim that on their taxes, and however they deduct it or whatever. Now, what most people miss is structure and the proper system that goes along with it. Because I know what you're saying when you're asking me, do private trusts pay taxes? Off top, I'm going to say this. If it's private or not, if the trust deals in Federal Reserve notes, meaning the trust has a banking account in the United States at a bank and it deposits and debits Federal Reserve notes and checks and, and, and from PayPal or, or your Amazon seller account, or whatever you're doing, your, your Venmo, those are Federal Reserve notes. So the use of Federal Reserve notes must be reported. Trusts report the use of Federal Reserve notes on a 1041 trust return. Just because the use of Federal Reserve notes is being reported, doesn't necessitate the tax. What what happens is through said reported use of Federal Reserve notes, or they use for oh this is expenses, then we use for well the rest we use for disbursements to the beneficiaries. Oh, now they you know okay cool they mosey on to the beneficiaries. They you know make sure your expenses line up, then they mosey on to the beneficiary. In our case, I'm just gonna tell y'all live on the air. In our case, we use a specific system where the trust owns the shares in the corporation or is the member of the LLC. Why not? There's a specific system of interrelating trust that we use that allow us to mitigate taxation legally. No inflation of expenses, um, what is called as padding expenses. Oh, you bought this for 40 bucks, but you're trying to report that you actually paid $80 for it. Fraud. Good luck with that. I don't, I don't want no part of that. So the private trust pay taxes was the answer. It depends. Okay, so let me do you a favor. Let me do all of us a favor. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to restructure that phrase. That question. How about that? So L was good. Was popping. Peace. I got a question for you. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I know I asked you to do pri- private trust pay taxes. You said it depends. All right. Can I ask you another question? Yep. Go ahead, man. No problem. Is there a way for a private trust to be administered? To where it owes no taxes. <laughs> Alright, first of all, I'm gonna need you to repeat that question because that was beautiful. 
Is there a way For a private trust to be administered So that it can legally and lawfully report The use of the Federal Reserve notes And have no taxable liability Or implication From year to year Well the answer is yes Absolutely It depends on how it's administered There are many There's ways you can administer A private trust Private estate You know And you know These entities Legally do not end up owing taxes It's called Tax Avoidance Look it up Completely legal 100% legal What it means is Ultimately And I'm paraphrasing It's when One structures Their affairs In a way To where They don't end up Owning tax Or owing taxes It means you set it up In a certain way And you do it In a certain way To the way that you've done Your business Through your structures Is how you achieve the end goal of not having taxable events. It's not a situation where it's an evasion. Look it up. Evasion is completely legal. You've done business in such a way to where a tax is owed or is going to be owed. And you try to run back and evade taxes by saying, oh, we paid more for this. And, oh, uh, we bought this too. And 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 they paid us this, and and we really didn't get this money, and we had more expenses, and trying to lie, trying to lie, and say, well, oh, oh we have more expenses, we don't want to pay that much taxes. It's too, it's too bad you didn't structure your affairs properly before you did it. It doesn't matter if you want to have a great and wonderful, calm, relaxed, carefree drive. On the countryside If you didn't double check the tires And make sure That there wasn't this crazy Softball sized bulge In one of the front tires And you just la 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 Just driving down and stuff Hitting bends and stuff And pow And your nice little leisurely drive that you wanted Ends Tragically I don't want to pay taxes I don't want to do a lot of things If you don't want to pay taxes You got to learn the system of interrelating with trust Interrelating It's not just one Typically It's going to be a business trust An asset trust and a family trust That's going to make up the bulk Or at least the foundation Of your private estate And the utilization, the, the the administration of this specific system that you learn in trustee training is what's going to put you, quote, in the private, legally avoiding taxes, not biting your nails, calling the IRS and, and ha- having conversations with agents and stuff and it being friendly, not freaking out when they call you back and stuff because you know what you're doing. You understand the system. The wealthy in this country understand the system. 
You can too. I really think, I really think it's time. It's it's a new year, new you, new bread, new dance, right? Or at least add some new moves to the old dance. And it's it's a, you know a lot of people they make New Year's resolutions. A lot of people are jumping into trustee training. Salute and shout out to the new trustees. Salute and shout out to the old trustees. But the biggest thing is, is look, I'm trying to keep more of the money I make. So I feel you 100%. But you got to have her. You got to have proper. Well, how about this? How much money are you keeping as much money that you want to doing what you're doing right now? No, I am not. All right. Well, you got to do something different. And in order to do something different, you must learn how to do something different so that you can do something different. And that's what trustee training is, player. It is. It's, um, as far as I'm concerned, it's a requirement. It's, it's not a thing where you just grab some information and sit on it. No, you grab information, learn stuff, interact, and do things. Set up your private estate. Open up that bank account. Set up the post office box. Restructure your stuff. Title that vehicle in the asset trust. Title the house in the asset trust. Land. All these different things. Bring your family together. Appoint them as trustees. Ask them if you want to be a trustee. Hey, you want to be a junior trustee? Hey, you want to be a protector? And then generate income. What you going to do? With the extra fiat that you're keeping from properly administering your private estate, what are you going to do with it? You're just going to spend it? You're going to invest it? You're going to add to the corpus of your estate? What are you going to do with it? And then we move on to the next, you know, okay, what's the next one? What's the next move? What's the next one? I got this set up. Now what do I do? It's like you got to get the car first. You got to get it pulled over. You are in a horrible car. Your car is whack. It's smoking. It's burning oil. Anytime you got to add, you, look, it's just, it's costing you so much money and time, and it's embarrassing. Pull over. Get in the proper vehicles. Get in your private trust. Your private trust estate. And you won't have to ask me, hey, so do private trusts pay taxes? You'll already know the answer. It won't be it won't be something to where it's it's a question. It's it's a question at first, it's a question because you've never been through it. It's a question because you never sent the return in or filed the return and got any type of response back in that type of manner. That's why it's a question. It seems like, um, you know, some fantasy land stuff. Like, this dude's over here in Candyland, man. Shoots and ladders and stuff. Them old games. Pops used to play. This dude's on them. Right now. Calling himself Soat L. Talking about not paying taxes. I mean, this dude, it's okay. I believe you. I feel you. You know, paying no attention to the man behind the curtain, though. Oh, you can't do that. Ain't no such thing as a... You're listening to people... Who got a 12-step package and no education and just started doing what they know, not what they were taught because they weren't taught anything. 
I can give you a million dollar corporation right now. Just hand it to you. What you gonna do with it? I'll give you the paperwork. Here, sign this, sign here. Boom. Congratulations, you're the CEO of a million dollar corporation. What's your first move? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What's your first move? As CEO of a million dollar corporation, what's your first move? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean I mean I'm not I'm not trying to talk mess or or be facetious or anything, but you know, without proper education, how do you make proper moves? How does it happen? Explain it to me. And I don't know what school you went to where it was like, yo, we about to teach y'all how to, you know, set up private entities uh through contract and uh, you know, you know, uh, legally avoid taxes. <laughs> where where that's at? Where that's at? I mean, is is the, is the IRS doing a class? They just came out like, all right, y'all, check this out. It's been, you know, it's been several hundred years and stuff. You know, we're just going to let y'all know how to, how to legally avoid taxes. Internal revenue service. That's a job. Get that revenue. What is revenue? Yo, bread. Yo, yo, yo energy that you, that you exchanged into, into the currency. That you contract, you contract, yep, I'll work for that an hour, right? And they give you that an hour, and then here come this dude running up, like, oh, you owe me 30% of that. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You and you in a sin? You and you in a sin? My family, you don't back up off me? You know what I'm saying? Throwing lefts and stuff. And now, now look, now you got a Fed charge. Now you got a Fed charge. Throwing lefts at the IRS. It's it's it's. I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, it's, it's simple. It's blah 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 blah. But I'm gonna say it's not it's not overly complicated. I'm not gonna say that um, we the we the smartest people on the planet. A lot of us are very smart. What I will say is we are the people on the planet that has been withheld the most information from. And with specific information, with correct information, correctly applied, it will change your life. It'll change your bank account. It'll change your money. It'll change your car. It'll change the clothes that you drive. It'll change the way you think. It'll change what what you're thinking about at a red light just sitting there. It'll change your options. You'll, 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 you'll realize that it's, it's just a game. Really? And it's a game that's played on us. It's a game that's played on the public. You give them real value of your labor. They give you Fiat currency with no intrinsic value, and then take some of your fiat and call it taxes, and we supposed to be cool with that? Nah, man, get in the private trustee training. Email me admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. Offer and acceptance. I ain't trying to sell you nothing. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. Tell you what it is. Let you know. Like, look, you make your own decision. You know what I'm saying? People be like so. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Tell me more. I don't want to tell you more. Go listen to a show or something. Listen to like a year of shows. Listen to like eight shows. 
I'm not going to sit here and sell you on the reasons why you should join trustee training. If you don't understand and you don't understand, it's not for you. It's for the, those that can hear. That's who I'm talking to. That's who I'm, I'm fervently trying to get a hold of. Because, you know, and part of me feel like I'm trying to reconnect with my people from, you know, our past life, for, you know, family members, ancestors, whatever, man. I'm out here. I got my I got my stake in the ground. I got my scepter. I'm standing here. You know what I'm saying? I'm standing here tall. And I'm like anybody who's running up. Like, look, I'm just trying to get away from their stuff, man. They tripping, and they 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 stealing my life away from me. And you know, this is about me and this is about my family. And I'm gonna do my, you know, I'm gonna do whatever I can to help you. I'm gonna get you the proper structures if you're doing your dance. And if you and if you pay attention to the training and you actually do the work and you look at this as history that you're making for your family estate, you're reestablishing the republic. This is what I'm saying. You know, I'm talking about the, the democracy, the republic, the republic is I man. Look, the republic for real, for real, didn't start but behind families. So you reestablish. If you want to reestablish anything, you got to reestablish. The family unit And the family unit finances is tore up So the best way to get A start on that The foundation is trust Foundation is private contract trust That's the foundation That's why the name of the show is the foundation And that's why I jump on here wax poetic About trust I've seen the power You ain't seen the power Maybe you have though I ain't gonna lie I ain't going to tell you what you have and haven't done. I hate it when people do that to me. But I can tell you this. If, you, if you're if you not prioritizing learning this information on your own or getting into some sort of training or something like that, then, you know, some things you, you, you can't believe unless you see them. And I understand that. I do. But, you know... Sometimes you got to be willing to take that leap, that leap of faith. Believe in yourself, moreover, that you have good discernment, that you know when when someone's full of, you know, <laughs> full of excrement or actually popping off, you know? Check the vibe. At the end of the day, you got to understand that you can do it. You know, hey, we got about a minute and a half left in the broadcast checking out online you want to call in you're gonna get cut off call in number i know i know 90 seconds five six three nine 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 three six two five once again five six three nine 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 thirty six twenty five otherwise you will be condi- you will be disconnected you have been advised I'm not taking any callers. I'm not. I'm not taking any callers. I love y'all, but, you know, I'm going to wrap this show up, and I'm going to go do my dance. I'm going to take my medicine, chill, drink some water. I hope y'all catch what I'm throwing. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I know a lot of things seem tough, you know. It seems like we're doing so much. You don't have time. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. 
That's done on purpose. You not having time is, is orchestrated. You not having money is orchestrated as well. But then once you understand that, then it becomes a choice. You follow what I'm saying? The system is set up to have you busy. And not having a bunch of free time so you can do your dance. The system is also set up to reduce the cost of labor to its lowest amount. The system was also designed for people like us who look like us and talk like us and think like us to occupy the lowest economic positions positions, excuse me, within this system. That's the way it's designed. Now, it's no fault of yours if you came up in this system ignorant, not knowing the design, the ultimate design of the system, falling victim to the promotion and the PR machine of the system, Hollywood and commercials and and leave it to Beaver and the Huxtables and stuff like that. The American dream. And not understanding and being ignorant to the true design of the system, you became victim. I became victim. Not No fault of your own. But now that you know, now that you have a glimpse, uh, uh, now that there's a little little bar, little piece of light shining through that dark corner over there. What you gonna do? You can't say that you didn't know anymore. You can't say, you can no longer say that, oh, I didn't know I was ignorant. Uh, now you gotta move on. You gotta be accountable, right? You gotta say, okay, so be real. I don't have time and I don't have any money. I don't have enough money. Okay, well, you know that's the way the system is designed. To keep you there. That's the place. Where where the system. Keeps us. So that we are not advancing. So that we maintain. Our status quo. And maintain. The. The situation of us. Being the overall labor force. Of their institutions, their their companies and corporations. But in order to step out of your current designation, of your current situation, you must acquire different knowledge. And after acquiring different knowledge, you must do things differently. In order to create a different result, you no longer are the victim of circumstances and system design. You are now the creator of your economic, psychological, and emotional state. It takes work, it takes accountability, it takes sacrifice. It takes consistency. It takes dedication. It takes you being responsible and not crybabying and boohooing. 
And you will be rewarded And you will be in control of your labor You will be in control of your life Which allows for a certain level of satisfaction Just being in control of your own labor In control of your own life And then creating an industry Creating your private estate Creating a system For your family To perpetuate What you just did for yourself Because that's noble Ain't gonna stunt on your family members Stunt on the people who didn't listen to you When you first got the information Because you felt a certain way Because it hurt your feelings Because they didn't listen to you I got this information uh, You didn't show them nothing So you mad because they didn't listen to you So now you want to stunt on them I don't know, man, you know, this is the training, you know, you got a lot of work, I did a lot of reading, and, you know, court cases, and now, you ain't trying to tell them now, you ain't trying to put them on. That's not noble. Noble is putting them on, that's family. Like, look, yeah, I know you didn't listen, you was hating on me, you was talking all that mess, but you family, look, this is what we need, this is what we're doing. And I'm going to make you, you know, want to make you a trustee of this asset trust, and then we're going to go into business, and, you know, maybe... 